Many years ago lived a poor woodchopper who made his living chopping firewood. Every day he would go into the woods with a hatchet to chop dry branches from dead trees. He would tie the firewood into a bundle that was just big enough for him to carry on his back. He was so poor he didn't even have a wagon or a cart with a horse to carry it for him. It was a difficult way to earn money, and he earned very little at that. In those days, people used a lot of firewood to heat their homes and to cook, but many people were in the same business as him and were able to bring more firewood and sell it for a cheaper price. One day, after he made up a bundle of firewood, he felt very tired, so he sat down in a patch of soft grass, resting against his bundle, just trying to catch his breath in the sunshine before he made the long walk back into town. He began to think about his difficult life. He wasn't getting any younger. The wood chopping was harder. His hatchet was blunter. And the road seemed to get longer and dustier every day. And for all of his hard work, he could barely afford more than a loaf of bread and a piece of cheese for dinner. He looked up and poured out his heart to Hashem. Rabbeinah Shalaylam, he said, Why have you made me so poor? You have so much gold. Yet for me, only a few copper coins? That's all I get for a hard day's work? Hashem, you make people rich, and you make people poor, Leilainu. How about making me rich for a change, Hashem? Please, Hashem, make me rich, and I promise you, I will be kind. I won't be as stingy as some of the rich men that I know. As he spoke to Hashem like this, tears poured down his face. He didn't even bother to wipe them off. He just closed his eyes as he was so tired. Suddenly, he heard someone approach. He looked to see an old man standing there, holding a staff that sparkled in the sun. The stranger greeted the woodchopper with a kindly smile and said to him, Hashem has heard your tefillah, and he has seen your tears. I have been sent to tell you that you have been granted two wishes. Ask anything you wish, and it will be fulfilled. The woodchopper replied, I have but one wish, to be wealthy. I wish that everything I touch should turn to gold. That is my wish. Kain Yehirotzain, so be it, replied the old man. He touched the woodchopper with his staff. The woodchopper felt a strange sensation, and then the woodchopper rubbed his eyes because the old man was gone. Was I dreaming? thought the woodchopper. I'll soon find out. He touched the bundle of sticks that he had prepared to take to the market, and the whole bundle turned into gold. The woodchopper was so excited. He was now wealthy. He didn't feel tired anymore. He grabbed the rope to lift the bundle onto his back. But he couldn't move the bundle. It was solid gold, far too heavy for him to lift. 
and way too heavy for him to even carry. The woodchopper was so heartbroken, he pulled out a few golden sticks and all of the rest would have to be left behind. Even the few sticks he could carry would make him wealthy, but the thought of having to leave all that gold behind gave him more pain than he ever knew. So he pulled out a few more golden sticks and, staggering under the heavy load, he began to trudge back to town. He soon found that he needed to rest, but he was afraid to wait too long. He placed the golden sticks on the ground, sat for a few minutes, and then found that he was unable to lift the load. More heartbroken than ever before, he had to leave several sticks behind. He walked on, but in just a few minutes, he felt that his shoulders were aching and he needed to rest again. Again he sat down, and again when he tried to lift the bundle, the heavy load had drained his strength. Oigavalt, he said, I have to leave more gold behind. Even though he knew that there were so many things in his hut that he could turn to gold, it hurt him every time he had to leave gold behind. Well, I'll come back for them, he thought, hoping that no one else would find them. As he approached the town, still staggering under his heavy burden of golden sticks, he came upon his neighbor, who was just as poor as the woodchopper himself had been just a few minutes earlier. I like the firewood you have there, said the neighbor, but it looks very heavy. Let me help you. Don't touch this wood. Stay away from me. Be gone, said the woodchopper. But the friendly neighbor didn't go away. He just stood there, watching in amazement as the woodchopper struggled under his heavy load. Look here, my friend, said the neighbor. You know me. We're friends for a long time. You can trust me. Let me help you. No, said the woodchopper. After just a few more steps, the woodchopper was unable to proceed any further and put his load to the ground. He sat down on it and remembered that in his excitement he hadn't eaten lunch. He felt hungry and thirsty, so he pulled out a dry, crusty piece of bread, but as he touched it, it turned into solid gold. So he grabbed his water pouch and put it to his mouth, but nothing came from it. The water had turned to gold too. His neighbor looked at him with pity on his face. You have a problem. Let me help you. I have a piece of bread here. Take it. As the woodchopper reached for his neighbor's piece of bread, the neighbor pulled it back. No, 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 you mustn't touch it. It'll turn to gold. Here, I will feed you. The woodchopper allowed himself to be fed like a baby, and he drank thirstily from his neighbor's water flask. Eigewalt, he thought to himself. I must be fed like a baby every time I want to eat or drink? Well, I guess I'll be so wealthy that I will have servants and cooks. I'll be able to eat the best meat and drink the best wine. So who cares if it's somebody feeding it to me? After eating and drinking, he felt refreshed and re-energized. He stood up, but he was unable to lift the load. Here, let me help you, said his neighbor. The woodchopper suspected that his neighbor wanted to steal the gold, so he lunged and grabbed his neighbor, and they fell to the ground. And the woodchopper was horrified to see that his friend and neighbor had turned into a statue of solid gold. And even worse than that, 
he had been wrestling with his neighbor, so he was trapped in a vice of golden arms from which he could not free himself. The woodchopper began to shout for help. Oigavalt, please, somebody help me. And who should appear but the old man with a smile on his face? Look what you've done to me, exclaimed the woodchopper. What I've done to you, said the old man. All I did was grant your wish. I'm sorry, I was such a fool, said the woodchopper. Please, can you help me? Well, lucky for you, you still have another wish, said the old man. Wish it, and it will be fulfilled. I wish to undo my foolishness. Please, please let everything be just as it was before. I will be the happiest person on earth. Can you hear that sign, said the old man. Your wish is granted. And he touched him again with his staff. The woodchopper felt a poke on his side, and he woke up with a start, bathed in sweat. He found himself sitting on the grass, resting against his bundle of firewood, with one of the sticks poking him in the side as he twisted and turned in what was surely a dream. And he breathed a sigh of relief. What a wonderful feeling to know that it was just a dream. He decided he would never ever make any wishes again but would be happy with what Hashem gives him for now and evermore. 